Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent in front and behind the camera is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven. You're listening to Phone Sex with Lily's show, and I am bringing back one of my host homies, Bruce Friedman. Hello. Hello. Are we going to do Are we going to do phone sex again? Oh, <laughs> well, you know, I should have done it, huh? Yeah. Well, it's okay. Yeah, you, we had too much fun with that. <laughs> yes, we did. Actually, I'm bringing you on today, along okay. with the other, I call you guys my host homie, my host homies, <laughs> um, to bring you say on that, to talk Say about, that three times. It was difficult to say it the first time. Oh, I noticed that. Host, <laughs> host homies, homies. Host homies. Host homies. Yeah, see? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pro. What can I say? Ooh, you're good at that. All right. So I was bringing um, you back because you've interviewed a lot of industry talent and other people yes. um, for 2021. And I kind of wanted to hear your recap of the year. Sure. You so, want me to, do you want me to name all of them? Well, no. Oh, if, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Hold on, Bruce. You're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> this is not a two-hour special. <laughs> oh, man. Because you do a lot of interviews. Now, what's the name of your podcast? Adult Site Broker Talk. And you can find it everywhere fine podcasts are offered. Awesome. And so some of your guests, let's start with um, who's the most memorable guest that you had on in 2021? Well, if I was to pick one, keep in mind, we did like 50 um, I would say Carl Edwards of You Love Jack. Anytime you talk to Carl, uh, it's memorable. Okay, and <laughs> what a, is he he's from? He's a very he's a very interesting guy. And what does he do? Uh, he runs gay sites. And oh, nice. uh and yeah, now he's actually doing some work uh for um Dockler, which is the owner of Live Jasmine. They've they've put him to work in the uh, gay division um, that uh, was uh, just recently, oh, LGBTQ division, i got to say it properly, that Morgan Summer, the former owner of CyberSock, had put together there. And now I should give a little background um, in case anybody doesn't know you. So you are Wait, a, there's, somebody who, there's somebody who doesn't know me? Uh, you know, I think there's two. Okay. So we're going to we're going to tell them just in case. Okay, please. Please. <laughs> so you do adult site broker, which is buying and selling adult websites, correct? That's correct. Yes, and Porn companies, sites. yeah. Naughty sites. Mm-hmm. Naughty <laughs> okay. sites. Yes. Naughty so like you, Lily. Do what? Naughty like you. Oh gosh. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> but <laughs> that's just the phone sex part. That's all. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So I, be- then- I believe that. Not <laughs> not we're trying to pull it off this is a new year <laughs> okay okay do your best and so um for me i would say because 
I had memorable guests, of course. I would have to say that um, I like really enjoyed Ralph Greco and Megan Hussey. You know, oh, I, had, I had Ralph. Yeah, yeah, I had I had Ralph on too, and Ralph was uh, Ralph was amazing. We had great. In fact, I, in fact, I got him coming. I got him coming up a second time as well. And you know, I got to go meet him in person in New Jersey. He swooped me mm-hmm. and Corlin up, and we went and had mm-hmm. some dinner, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but it was yes. really great to meet him in person. And he and I had some hot dommy mommy phone sex. Oh well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yes, so. it, it it always does come back to Corlin now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of she's kind of the 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 middle star that uh, that kind of links all of us together. It ties it together. Yeah. She sure yeah, does. That's pretty she's interesting. Fabulous. <laughs> yep. Indeed. Okay. So, how about a unique guest that you had in 2021? I already answered it, Corlin. Oh wait. Oh. Wait. <laughs> you didn't ask Emily yet, but I already unique. answered it. <laughs> yeah, she, she's definitely unique. Her backstory is just amazing. That's incredible. And I've had, had her on. I've had her on a couple. Time. I had her. I've had her on a couple times actually. And uh, you can't talk to Coralyn enough because every time there's there's it, it gets more interesting, and she puts on two more hats. So you know. There is something about her. Um, I obviously I know her in person. So she's definitely a go go go. I yes. thought I went went went. <laughs> this, no. She's a whole nother definition. Did you read the article that Michael McGrady wrote about her? Up um, why I not? I did okay. not. Yeah, go to whynot.com and search okay. her name. And uh, make sure you spell it right this time. <laughs> no, that, it's not that I can't spell because I'm really good at spelling. It's my talk text. And well, it's stop oral. doing that. Stop like doing oral. that. Just don't do that. <laughs> my hands can't that. take the texting anymore. Oh, God. Oh, God. Give me a break. I text a lot. You have to understand. I have a lot of customers. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you and do. I, and okay. I, I contact them directly myself. So, yeah, my thumbs are about to fall off. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll give you a pass. I'll give you a pass on that one. I will teach my phone to say oral Coraline (laughs) and not spell it Coraline. There you go. So so how about upcoming stars? I already answered. Is that Coraline again? No, Michael McGrady. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, Mike. Let me tell I mean, Michael is uh, an adult industry writer he does work for Why Not, um, and I've actually put him to work um, doing SEO for me. And uh, this young man has so many talents. It's unbelievable. He's just so bright and so smart, and I don't think he knows how bright and smart he is. But wow. we've really been working. We've been working together for a short time, but – He's already done some amazing thing things uh, for the search on my sites, and um, we'll uh, uh, both Corlin and Michael. Uh, I'll be meeting both of them um, in Las Vegas for the first time, which will be great. Oh, I'm so sad I'm missing it, but I'm sorry you're missing it too. I just have to, you know, duty calls in the court system, I so I have I to be there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got an interesting, interesting one coming up. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's just like you know, when subpoena calls, porn Lovely. gets pushed aside. <laughs> Lovely. I don't think they'll let me go for a porn convention. 
Oh, you can ask. Probably not. (laughs) Well, you want me to ask? (laughs) Oh, I just got a visual. (laughs) The judge. Oh, it's business. It's business. I could see the the judge drop the mic. (laughs) I've heard. Do they do that? Do they do that? (laughs) Okay, so who um, in 2021 or any time who never gets old to interview? I didn't answer that yet. No, you Um, haven't. <laughs> that would be that would be Brad Mitchell of Mojo Host. In fact, I just did uh my second interview with him for the podcast that will run next year. And uh in fact, the interview was so good and so detailed and so long, um I'm going to run it in two parts in May. Nice. And what what does he do? Brad you said- uh you don't know the Brad Mojo Mitchell. Host? Oh my God. Yeah, Mojo Host is uh, really the leading uh, hosting company in the adult space. And every time I talk to Brad, not only do I learn a lot, um, but hearing him talk and, I mean, what this guy's done and has gone from zero to amazing success. He's got this huge data center um, now in, uh, in Detroit, Michigan. And just amazingly successful, and a high percentage of the people in our industry use him for hosting. So Brad is uh, Brad is quite fascinating, and he's just a very interesting guy to talk to. So um, and most people uh, do know of Brad, and I'm sure at some point you'll uh, you'll come upon him. I may know already, but I may not know. <laughs> I may have met. Met him and not known it. Never know. Or I can't remember. That happens awesome. too quite often, <laughs> especially <laughs> at the events. You know, um, I recently you had referred me to um, Reba from. Yes. Um, yes. Oh gosh, what is it? The piracy. Take down, take down piracy. Take down piracy. Gosh. And I found her fascinating like that, like learning yes. new things from her, yep. just stuff I didn't know. And how often do we really hear something you just absolutely don't know? Um, yeah. So she had I a lot to, of I plan to I plan to have her back on, too, because that was a really good interview. It and really the, was. Well, and the subject of piracy is just something that's just so important. Yet that, so un- misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Definitely I, think, definitely. I think that we just don't know it. And, and being in the industry, we have got to know it and understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a real valuable podcast episode for me in 2022. So Fabulous. actually, I'm marrying her on the 26th, I believe. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> okay, I won't. But uh, yeah, I'm going to put her right at the end because I think it's so important, the information that she has. Sure. So for sure. Okay. So then how about um, who do you want to interview that you haven't had a chance to yet? Well, I've uh, tried to reach out and uh, talk to Maitland Ward, who people have actually steered me to. But let's just say it's been an interesting experience so far. Now, who Uh, is that? Maitland Ward. Uh-huh. Oh, she's well, she's going to be hosting the uh, Expos Awards. Oh, um, okay. yeah. Um, she uh, was a mainstream performer and uh, she's probably got the largest OnlyFans account. Um, it's incredible. 
Yeah, somebody somebody you should definitely study up on. And forgive me, um, everybody, mm. I don't watch porn. And I have, mm. done, have a mm. history with it. I'm starting to learn about it. So yes. a lot of these people, you're still fairly you're still fairly new in the industry ooh, as, far as, as, as far as as far as who's as far as who's who. So I get yeah. that. Yeah. Because a lot and, of people I, I know but I don't know I they're like, Do you don't know that person? They're iconic and mm. I'm like, No. No, yeah, four <laughs> four to six months ago, I wouldn't have known who she was either. So it's understandable completely. Yeah, so I, I need to. I, I've been trying to watch some porn lately. Trying. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> you can quiz me next year. Okay. Okay. All right. So for your show, um, Adult Site Broker Talk, what is coming up for 2022? Well, our first show will be a um, we've got on uh, January 5th. I'm going to have Andreas Bischoff, uh, one of the owners of the TES affiliate conferences. And they've got the show in um, in uh, Sitges, Spain uh, at the end of February. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, we're going to do a couple of shows at the uh, uh, shows co- at the events coming up. Expos and Internext. Uh, we're actually going to be interviewing people at those events um, and um, then running them uh, right after the event with, um, you know, on my podcast. Oh, let's see. Um, I've got guests lined up all the way through May. Just interviewed recently Mike Stabile from the Free Speech Coalition. Uh, very interesting guy. Somebody I look forward to actually meeting in person in L.A., I know he's going to be there. Um, this uh, this person named Lily Craven's going to be on. Who? Uh, Who? Yeah, I know. I hadn't heard what of her either. What does she do? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, exactly. On uh, on April sixth, um, your your segment's going to run. Uh, Julia Epiphany is going to be on. I think she's been on your show. Yes. Well, she's um, going to be my my first um, episode of season two. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be Julia Epiphany. Yes. So, um, yeah, Ben Fraden from XXX Nifty, going to find out about NFTs, um, which nice. everybody's talking about. I want to know more about. And I've got a lot of return guests. Alex LeConte from Seven Vales is going to talk about Twitter. Uh, Norman Jean's going to be with us, and he's got a production company, um, Junk Productions, that does things really different. I already mentioned Brad's. Uh, segments and we've got a lot more. We'll do the same same thing that we're doing at XBiz and Internext uh, at uh, the TES show. Um, we're going to run a post show uh, event, post show podcast where we're going to talk to people at the event. Uh, when we do those, we're also going to do um, I'm going to try to do Facebook Live interviews since it's all new. I got to get the technical side together, which I'm going to be working on today. And it's a little more complex than just talking mm-hmm. into a mic and recording it. So I'm trying to see how um, I can bring, do that. Bring your yeah. own internet <laughs> because well, it is always so overloaded at these events that. Yeah. And I'm really afraid of that. I'm really afraid of like that to joke. be honest. Yeah, well, yeah, bringing your own internet, I don't know. I might not be able to do that, but anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I might just use my, I might use my phone as the internet source. That might be the best way. It works. 
Yeah, yeah you oh, sure. wonder why. Yeah, it's true. It it's true. I do have I do have unlimited data with with uh, T-Mobile, and I never use it, so maybe I'll just use that. So yeah, I haven't had that much luck with the I have T-Mobile as well. It's a great service. Um, these hmm. events just seem like it's so overloaded. Yes, it, it yes. just is. So, but I hope it goes good for you. I have not hmm. done the internex. Yeah, and all of this is at a new location anyways, right? Because we used to do it at the the Hard Rock. Or yeah, Internext used to be at the Hard Rock, yes. and now it's, um, yeah, it's at the uh, it's Las Vegas Hilton this okay. year. Okay, so maybe yeah. that will be an improvement because, well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just a, it's a challenge we have, especially as webcam models, <laughs> mm. because we try to broadcast live from – exotica or any of the events and it's like <laughs> just kidding <laughs> yeah yeah can imagine i can imagine well i mean the most important thing i'm going to be doing there is going to be the taped part um so you know at the very least i'm going to get it into garage band um oh, yeah. i'd like to, well i'll do some testing here and i'll do some testing there and i'll figure out what's going to work uh, or I you find the internet guy. If Chatterbait's internet, his, his name is the guy. Um, he the guy. he is on point. He can help you get anything connected. <laughs> He's okay. great. The guy. We'll keep that in mind. Just ask for the guy that's at um, the Chatterbait booth, and he does all the internet for everybody. And he's so good at it. He hmm. he showed me why I couldn't connect. At home, like <laughs> he said, um, do you know that you have a computer that is, you're trying to do what five four K streaming on, and it wasn't even invented then? <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> most important thing, you make sure you have new equipment. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so uh, that's very, that got very changed important, quickly. Very important. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a really exciting year coming up on adult. Yeah, we got half of it. We got half of it planned out almost already. You know, it's pretty crazy. I know it's like you're living a year ahead of everybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, it's important to plan. Yeah. Um, nice yeah, you know, once you well, let me just put it to you this way: as a podcaster, and I think other podcasters can relate when they first start. As a podcaster, when you first start. There's going to be a time where you're going to be, it's going to be Monday and you're going to have a podcast to put out Wednesday and you're not going to have a guest yet. That's what's happening this well. As soon as that happens, that's when you start going crazy, um, lining up guests ahead of time. So you don't run into that situation again. And I am going to say that I will not even having you know, uh, guests all the way booked through the 18th of May. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still arranging interviews and I'll be doing, I'll mm-hmm. probably be doing interviews while I'm on, on the road as well. Um, awesome. well, you know, it is what I it think, is. See, right? I think I started on the opposite foot where I'm trying to get rid of, not get rid of, but I'm trying to air so many episodes and they built up so much and I was, in a situation where I could not get them aired, I was like, oh, gosh. So then I started just pumping them out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, now I realize, now that I've caught up, I'm like, oh, goodness, I better pick up my pace on interviews. Yep, very important. It is. Very, impo- very important that you uh, you make sure you've got material 
and that your that your podcast doesn't go dark. Well, it has been a pleasure as always to talk to you. Absolutely. You, I didn't mention that you have been an enormous help to me and I really appreciate that. I was I was quite intimidated in the beginning because you're so advanced in your skills. Mm. And but you've really been a, a huge um a help. Thank and you. someone that I could turn to and, and well, ask questions and you've always former been radio for me. For, former radio guys, so you know, I mean that to start that, listening more to you. Well, yeah. <laughs> that you know, and when I was when I was involved in radio it was a long time ago, but at the same time that that makes you continue to embrace technology. Oh, and yeah. so I still stay up on whatever the latest technology is. And so that way I can I can answer those questions. Yeah, that's right. And you've been there while it's been developing all this time, too. So, sure. you know, the whole progression of it. Damn so, long time. Damn yeah, long I didn't time. say that. I did. I, I almost slipped and said it, but I did. I just right. I'm 64. Well, I'm 64. And I, I was done with radio when I was in my early 30s. So uh, that'll give you an idea or at least on the on the oh, broadcast side. Good. And here goes another year that we're going to say goodbye to. Um, Happy New Year to you. And let's uh, have a killer 2022. Sounds like a plan. You too. All right. Thank you so much for talking with me. Always a pleasure, Lily, anytime. And I mean that. Thank you. Happy New Year. You too. Stay tuned because coming up next is Bobby Lucas from STO, The Smoker's Lounge. From the S, the STO, The Smoker's Lounge. Nice. We bring the smoke. Yes. And you have been a huge crutch for me. He has taught me how to podcast and what the word podcast means, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And at the same token, she has helped me. We've been helping each other. So, 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 no. So, toot your own horn also on that. <laughs> well, now you call me a smoke buddy, but I think we should be like host homies. I called you a pot. What the term is, you a pod mommy. <laughs> a pod mommy? Yeah, I got that from, uh, I got that from Mandy B, because that's what she called her female co female host. Like when she brings somebody on that, so have a podcast. She uh-huh. called a pod mommy. Oh, I like that. See, now I'm a pod mommy and a dummy mommy. <laughs> That's what I got named from Ralph Greco this year. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. So, so let's go through a little bit of 2021 for us. And, and oh, yes. let's talk about some of our guests because our guests are really what makes the show. Our listeners are what keeps the show going. So... Mm-hmm. Come on, I want to hear some some good interviews that you've done this year. What what's a, what's one that really just stands out to you? I have to say, well, the first one that, that clicks in my head is Kelly Richardson. Kelly Richards. Oh um, yes, she's fabulous. Yeah, because it's funny to hear her talk about the point in the eighties versus now. Right. And and then what really was mind blowing that one of my favorite scenes, one of the scenes that made me want to break into the business, she was a star in. That was was hilarious to me. Are you kidding? That's awesome. Yeah, because uh it was called the Oriental the Oriental Anal Express. And uh-huh. she was the Indian. 
And in and what's so funny is when I looked at like how long their scenes were compared to what we filmed, it's like seven to ten minutes of fucking. That's it. Oh really? Yeah. So she told me I know Kelly well, and she's told me so many stories. I always tell her that you are a legend, and she doesn't even realize she's so humble. She doesn't Mm. even realize really what she is, and that's awesome because that was a rare interview, right? Yeah, yeah, and 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 what I liked about it is that she is in many ways a tale of she personified what porn was in the 80s from the drug use to the excess to the party and the whole nine and then one of the things that she said that really stood out to me was when I asked her the question if they had content creative they had OnlyFans they had all these sites back in your day mm-hmm. would y'all have became more content creator less Hollywood she said no and I asked her yeah. why and she said because we would have missed out on so many opportunities from working with the booking agents and the agencies yeah. and the companies then versus being in content because they had all the connections back then and they and, still kind of yeah. do. And she also had told me before that, I mean, back then there was only a handful of porn stars. Not everybody yeah. in your dentist is one. <laughs> yeah, because because you was ushered in. There, there was no, I can grab my cell phone and the dildo and we, let's go. No, yes. you had to be ushered in. You you began as a fluff girl. Then and they then, moved you in front like of the two camera. Years they were good. It was like, wasn't it between like eighteen and twenty two, and they aged out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh no, twenty two. You were done. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I heard. And she's managed to make it all this time. I mean, this that's back in the eighties. Yeah. So she's definitely a, a that's a good iconic person. You know, person for. Yeah. Um, for interviews and I do know that that was a rare interview so good for you kudos yes because I heard many people interviewed her or she didn't no. interview hardly at all I was I was blessed that she gave me the opportunity I was shocked I was like damn yes. okay I did. I, I'm doing something right in life oh I'm so <laughs> glad you had that opportunity she's a great great lady and what about so, you who would what stick out with you uh, which, which which guess for you oh that's so difficult so I'm gonna have to say I'm looking at my people right here <laughs> and God, there were so many, but um, I would have to say the most unforgettable couple that I interviewed was Dan and Suzanne Ferrari. And she was a cup queen and oh, a cup queen is a, the wife who picks out gorgeous women to fuck her husband. And she watches mm-hmm. clothed. Yeah. And they turned it into porn. Now these they've been married like twenty years, and and yeah. for it to stick together that long, like they they just seem to have an incredible connection because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to really hold them together. So a lot of people might think, oh, that's cheating, or you're stepping, you know, it's weird, or you're stepping out mm-hmm. of your marriage. But you know, how many people can say their marriage is still going? <laughs> so. I really was taken back by that, um, yeah. and and it's it's just awesome. Their relationship is incredible. See, to me, they're the perfect example. Of what I've been saying, the problem with society is that we're still stuck on monogamy. Monogamy being a yeah. physical concept when it's more of a mental concept, and 
you can be monogamous and be a swinger. You can be monogamous and be in an open relationship, open relationship yeah. or marriage, because you're dedicated to that one person, even though you see people outside of your marriage. It's more of a fun activity that you do with couples or stuff, as opposed to like necessarily an intimate moment, sacred that no one can ever. Yeah, they do it more like fun. Like they go out, they go to these clubs, they go on trips, and it's fun. You know, and they enjoy mingling with other couples, messing around, but they do it together. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've, I've learned definitely as far as the swinging community, the lifestyle, is that mm-hmm. they have a level of trust that I never expected. I would think you would be crawling with jealousy and and it's just not because they're so connected. They're so and open. Two, they can tell and, each other and anything. Two, and two, what I noticed the swinging couples that are in our age bracket has the best marriages and relationships. It's the younger it's couples that have the issues. They oh, have issues. Point. Because the relationship that I see a girl that was with the open relationship, the swingers, they're in their 20s, they end up getting divorced, breaking up within like a year, then start to swing. Because yeah, that's being 20 and you're hoeing. Like that's just yeah. acting single and not really getting that deep connection. No. Nah. Because to me, I think what the problem is that because swinging became pop, because swinging became popular, everybody wants to try it, but everybody's not built for it mentally. True. You know, because because you got to have a certain level of security within yourself first. Yeah, and the core of your marriage got to be strong before you even think about adding a third or or going to a swinger party. Because the first thing going to happen is, and two, one of you got to be bisexual. I am sorry. What have you got to be into women? The woman, the reason why, because think about this for a second. Especially when it comes to a threesome. How many women can handle watching their man being done by another woman and she's doing shit that she don't do? Or get reactions out of him that she don't get. But a lot of women can't handle she that. She has to be bi because two, because I'm not bi and I've been in threesomes mm. or, you know, and, and mm. that's that doesn't mean I'm engaging with the women, but we're both, mm. we both can do him. And then also mm. even with Dan and Suzanne, Suzanne mm. doesn't even change out of her clothes. She's completely mm. dressed and she but washes. See, but see, you, but you said something off. very interesting. She's a cut queen. Yeah. You feel me? Isn't you, that? on the other hand, you do porn. So you're talking about people who used to sleep with other people. Okay. That yes, right. People versus Y'all ain't even never slept outside of y'all relationship. Now we're talking about swinging. And your girlfriend is jealous, a jealous person. Or the boyfriend. Well, that just wouldn't work. And usually, hold on, in defense of jealous women, there's a reason why we're (laughs) jealous. There is Mm -hmm. a reason. We don't just go, ah, I'm jealous. It's Uh that your partner is either not making you feel secure or they've done stuff or you've had a past Mm -hmm. experience that has tripped you up. But mm-hmm. we don't just randomly act jealous and go psycho. <laughs> okay, oh no, no, but see, <laughs> but see, but see, the thing of it is, even with that, you can't bring old baggage to a new relationship. That's exactly it. But but it, she still didn't become psycho for no reason at all. Oh no, 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 no. It trust me, it's it dudes can make girls psycho. Don't don't get a twist and vice versa. And women can definitely make men yeah. psycho. <laughs> It's just to me is an easier thing if they are if she's already down to swing or she's bisexual. Because the other reason why bisexual is 
she's enjoying the girl too. Oh, Plus, I, I always know what you're saying. Yeah, that's you know, a good point. Because because when you're sitting there, you're watching your mate. You may be cool with swinging, but I've seen couples swing, and she don't like that chick. Not because the chick did anything disrespectful, because. He enjoying the other girl more than his wife. Yeah, those people don't belong in the like. So if so she's bisexual, she enjoying the girl just as much as he is. Yeah, she needs to rethink that situation. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, and and with dude, he can't have penal envy. Because nine times out of ten, the girl is gonna pick a dude that is packing and probably packing more than you. Yeah, but men like that. I mean, people in the lifestyle like to see their woman get fucked by a big cock. I, I, I don't want to go black and white, but let's just be honest. White <laughs> people love more than black men. Let's you had to go there. Men, you had to go there. Black men don't yes, like to share. You never talk to share. You know what I'm saying? Period. That's why you never heard of a black cook. There ain't no such thing. I've never seen one. Ooh. Interesting. I'm going to look for one now. Never seen a black cook queen. Oh. I'm just saying you know what I'm saying? Just like there are very few black men subs. Very interesting. I'm just, yeah. So, and the so, part of me is that. Okay, I was going to say, so, now, who was, let me think, who was a, a very controversial guest that you had? I'm not going to say his name, um, because we said we weren't going to say names on him. All yeah. right? Well, oh, especially okay. when he comes to Oh, I've seen a controversial guest, but do you want to just say someone that had to do with the radio show and anybody that has to do okay, with the radio okay. show? Okay, okay. I'll get the radio show in a second. Okay. Controversial guest um was this producer out of Atlanta. And um he has been on he was on Twitter attacking and coming after a lot of people. Oh and he has a to say or what have you. So he got to the point where he was talking about suing people. And oh actually, because of him and his interview that I did, which I allowed him, after the girls told their story, he hit me up. And the first thing I told him before he even said a word was, calm down before we discuss, before we talk. Because you're Ooh. not going to be yelling at me. He was like, I'm, I'm, I'm calm. I said, no, you're not. I hear your voice. Calm down. Bring it down. He said, I know you're going to be on the show. I said, dude. I said on the show, and actually one of the audio clips, if you listen, that if he wants to rebut everything that these girls said, my platform's open for him to come on. And he did. And to be honest with you, he did himself no favors. I've never seen a dude come on a talk show or a podcast uh -huh. and make a situation worse than what he had before he got on it. Actually, he shouldn't even came on the show. Well, hey, but you, but that's it was the opportunity, and he took it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he took it. He was a dummy for doing it because he sounded even more stupid. Because so that probably one, did how many good episodes for you? Uh, that was uh, four episodes. It was three Ooh, girls and him. And, and now I'm going to tell you what's funny. To be nice is in my premium section. I didn't even put it out there fully for free. Ooh, because, so in your premium section, you yeah. have the most controversial guests you had this year. Oh, yes. And, uh, and, and we get very controversial in the premium section. That's why so, and way more candy, you know, See? period. Um, because, like, and because of the things that he said, it made me try to find a lawyer to come on my show to discuss porn legality. Because it was so much shit he was saying that was so wrong legally. 
that won't even funny. And I'm sitting there listening to dude like, you really believe this bullshit. You know, well, hey, and some it, people do. You know, and, and I had to hear different do points an, of view. <laughs> and I did an episode which I recently dropped discussing legality of porn from content exchange, from trademarking the whole nine. You and I have been growing as our shows have been growing, but we've been moving because mm-hmm. I started um, on one station and that didn't mm-hmm. work out. And then mm-hmm. I decided, you know what? I'm going to teach myself how to edit how, with your help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> teach myself how to do You said, you can do it. You can do it. And I'm like, I don't know how mm-hmm. to do this. So mm-hmm. I jump into it. I teach myself literally overnight. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to get this content posted. Um, so I did go off independent with Spotify, with Anchor, yeah. with what? Google, Apple. Yeah. All kinds of, what is it? Uh, uh, reasons. There's so many yeah. different platforms I'm on now. Yes. But that led to us or me joining um Skyhawk After Dark TV with Brian. Which and, was a uh, good move. Oh, excellent move. Um, so super excited about that. And then I was like, hey, I gotta bring my host homie. <laughs> <laughs> so here and thanks for bringing me along for the ride. Cause mm-hmm. it was like from when I saw how he worked it, it's a better situation than the other radio station. Because oh, the it's, other radio it's station, just so much it's like night and day. We have it's consistent. Not only on, it's ran well. It's he's so reachable. He's it's just a re- good platform love like it's just and then great. Too, the other thing is the fact that he uses our episodes directly from anchor benefits us even more because we make money from the plays which oh, something that we didn't see you can show me how to do that part no <laughs> oh oh no if you monetize you I'm you'll still see learning i'm not i'm learning okay when you go into anchor look at your plays for the week and also your money. Well, and you'll I see will. An increase, and you'll see <laughs> an increase, especially after the days that you is on his platform and he does the radio show. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And and so, but I mean, that's that's a goal for 2022. Mm-hmm. But we've made a lot of growth. Yeah. It's your show too. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. Just, we're just moving along, growing up, expanding. And it's a better platform for... To, for us to help with these talent because that's really what we're doing you know yeah. we're, we're, we're putting ourselves there we're volunteering our time um mm-hmm. and we're promoting these people and i do you know behind the camera and in front of the camera because so mm-hmm. many people behind the camera do not you don't even know they exist and and yeah. i've met some great people like one of them was uh bruce friedman he mm-hmm. does the adult site broker. Now he sells mm-hmm. porn sites, like adult mm-hmm. sites. That's what he does over for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you don't even know those people like are in the industry. I mean, how but much see, fun I, is that? But see, that's what <laughs> I like about our podcast. And actually, not just uh it's it's start, I'm starting to see a lot of people coming out with podcasts. That's in our industry, but it's real and talk. It, it's people. Yeah. It's normal. It's not. It's not produced like it's. It's just us raw from our house. Yeah, <laughs> <The> real us. <laughs> and then too, also, 
it's humanizing the porn star and also normalizing us in many ways because people want to hear our stories. Thanks to yeah. OnlyFans blowing up, they want to know how the sausage is made now. And mm-hmm. the one thing that we give them that a lot of the documentaries don't give them is not only the people that you don't see, but also the real porn stars. I'm talking about the people that's in the that's doing it themselves. They're not going through a studio. They're not working with Hollywood. That they that their content creators is slash porn stars. If you want to go there, and you know, you know that, that's that they're talking about. You know, real porn stars and such. I had the opportunity to attend some exoticas. And I got <laughs> yes, you people did. in person. Like I ran into Jocelyn Jane. I had never mm. met her before, but I see her from a little distance. And I'm like, we're standing outside both waiting for an Uber. And I'm like, that's that's Jocelyn. So I went up to her and she's like, hey. And I ended up taking her as my date that night to the Chatterbait Appreciation <laughs> Dinner. And we had a blast. She's so great and so just down to earth. Just a stunning, beautiful person. Um, I met her. Um, mm. Who else did I meet that was in person? Um, I got an opportunity to Milan. He is an mm. upcoming young male, hot male talent. I know I talk about him a lot, but he is. Yes, he, he, he really he, left an impression on you. Obviously. Oh, he left more than an impression. But, you know, I met him. We had lunch together, did an interview. Mm. In, well, after we shot, too. So we had sex first, then we had lunch, <laughs> and then we chatted in Miami. And now he's over mm-hmm. in Vegas, signed with a company. And th- in that mm-hmm. short little time, I know he's going to really—he is an upcoming, te- like he's going to be the future of male yeah, talent cause, for sure. One thing, I, one thing I can say is that a lot of the girls I have interviewed have been ha- many of them has had stellar rookie years. You know, oh, yeah. period. and it, to see their journey, to see them grow, to see them who they have worked with, you know, it's it's amazing because even now that I'm retired, I live vicariously through all y'all, the ones that still in the business. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> even though I do miss it, I'm not even going to lie, I miss it. I, I still deal with what I know athletes deal with when they retire from the business. It's kind of oh, like yeah. you don't know what imagine. to necessarily do, and they miss the football, even though they may can't do it physically like they used to. Yes, you know, it's it's not that I can't do it physically. It's just uh, it's just not time anymore. It's yeah, like, you know, and yeah, my time's you know, but, nearing as well. I, I, you can feel it. You can feel when you know. Even though I just got in, I mean, we mm-hmm. start to hit a certain age. Well, kind mm-hmm. of when I say age, <laughs> because. Now that there's Seika Black, sixty-eight yeah. years old, gang banging. Yeah. <laughs> so I posted yeah. shot with her. We, 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 I posted took my trip but down to Florida. I never got around to it to go work with him. You know. Oh, and, you missed and out. I, 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 yeah, I, I know I missed out because they had a scene. That plan. woman <laughs> is incredible. She is classy. She is well put together. She's just a, a overall just a stunning lady and. She's mm. so free spirited. I I've never met someone who's just literally living for her because she's already taken care of her family. You know, she mm. did everything the by the book, 
and now it's time for her to just do her. And what a way to and you know, she looks great for her age. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, her body is stacked. She can take Jesus. some BBC. I, and I, I was like, dang, I was like, but I hope I, I, I can move that good at 16. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And then, oh, well, you know, who was your, um, your, how about the best named person that you, that, or how they got their name? Do you, can you remember any of those? Because um, I'll share one. I'll share one first. You share yours because I got to think for a minute. So I interviewed Amanda Ryder and mm-hmm. when Amanda was telling me about how she got her name, <laughs> mm-hmm. she said that she was at a bar chit chatting and um, probably drinking a bit. And she said she got her name by saying they had asked a question and she responded with a man, duh. And so her name was, Amanda. Amanda. Uh... <laughs> Amanda. It's like, who did this and that? And she said, Amanda. <laughs> and so that's how she got her name, Amanda. Oh, man. Oh, God. It's just absolutely like <laughs> over the top. I, I never really asked anybody. It was very few people that I asked, and I can barely remember. I think the closest one I can remember is Princess Habit because she got hers because I think. She used to be a valet for a wrestler, and that was part of her name, was Havoc. Ooh, so, nice. Yeah, so she was like two shades away from becoming a wrestler. So, because her ex-boyfriend at the time was a professional wrestler, and she was a valet. So I found that interesting. Well, know. there you go. That's a good one. And then, and then uh, I had, oh, the most innovative product of all mm. time of 2021 it's the first of its kind mm. it is the baldo baldo.com jerry davies is the inventor mm. he's not industry he just mm. invented the sex toy and what it is it's almost like a dildo like that attaches to your balls Ooh. and you can have sex with your balls so if you have you know any ed issues or if yeah. you if you um want to do dp with your balls in your dick you can do it it's it's Mm -hmm. a device that like locks onto you Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of like no that's too sensitive but it really i have the product right here in front of me that i'm gonna make Mm -hmm. the first porn with a male talent and we're gonna demonstrate it (laughs) because oh snap i'm fascinated by it so you guys gotta go check out it's called a ballgasm that gives you and he said it's because like if your dick is out in the cold air and then your Mm. balls are tucked into this inside of a woman you're fucking her with your balls and he said it's almost like a cooling sensation like Mm -hmm. and and so go to ballgasm.com you can check it out or the product they have this hilarious little cartoon Mm -hmm. um right on the main page and that's b-a-l-l-d-o.com so that was the mm. product that i was like i'm so excited about trying i wish i had balls uh, would you try <laughs> oh it? my god would you try i have it? not tried it i probably might i, I me I, I i might would try it just to see what it's about yeah that's what you i know, think for... i just think it's so like because you can do dp you can do it if your dick doesn't get hard you can do mm. it like there's so many different things you can do with this product and i'm like oh i've got to try this and i really want to do it with j mac but i don't think i have the balls to ask him 
<laughs> you get it? The balls to ask him? The ax soup. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm going to try to, I don't know when I can get over to Florida. What if he says mm-hmm. yes? <laughs> he, may, he might, because see, because it, like, with that, I would come up with a whole scene that we even explain why he got that on. And it would be crazy as fuck. Because yeah, that's I, one thing I really miss oh. is coming up with scenes, like coming up with different type oh, crazy yeah, scenes and shit like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because like, because that's one thing I love talking to the talent about is their thought process, how they come up with their scenes. Yes. Because like, uh, Kalish Luna, she talked to me about her exorcism scene, which was interesting. Uh-huh. And, um, and it's a two part to it. The first one is it. Because she does a lot of hardcore bondage and a lot of hardcore BDSM. And um, it was crazy because, like, the guy she was working with, he literally looked the part of a priest. I'm like, I, I had to give it. He looked like he could be a fucking Catholic priest, just the way he looks. A young Catholic nice. priest. <laughs> and I'm talking about he spanked her with a Bible and everything. I was like, I know the religious people went nuts when they saw this shit. Well, if they should be watching it. <laughs> I, I'm saying... And then she came back and they did it to where he literally became the demon and they had a dick extension. So he'd make his dick look longer. Uh-huh. And I told her, I said, was he able to feel anything? She was like, yeah, he said he was able to feel it. It felt yeah. good and he stayed hard and stuff. I said, well, damn. You know, I was like, well, how much did he make the dick look bigger? She said, oh, it made it look way bigger. Like, demonically big. I said, yeah, well, like I guess sleeve. so for the scene. I love sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the bitches they come up with for porn. I swear, it's yeah, amazing. that's that sounds like a good one. I gotta listen to that episode. So yeah. we're about out of time here, but is there any okay. other guest that you wanted to? I really I have to say that to you, Sarah J, because to me Ooh. that was one of other than you, no, Corlin Jewel, <laughs> that and, oh, yeah. and Kelly Richards. That was the biggest interview that I had this year, and. Oh. uh and it was interesting talking to her about how she run her business, how she got the business. And plus, also, she is the queen of interracial because her and Liz, Liz, Lisa Ann was the main girls that spearheaded interracial porn when interracial porn was not a thing. You know, wow. period. And um, I also like the fact that she makes a point, even with her company, to try to tap all races, you know, for male talent and female. Good for her. And, you know what I'm saying? And I wanted to interview her because I wanted people to see this is the level that you want to achieve in porn. Yes. You went from being talented oh, yeah. to running your own shit, and it can be done. And on top of that, she fucked Talib Kweli. I want to fuck her. Yeah, I mean, she's socially relevant. You can't beat that with a stick. Whew. I've got to have her on this in 2022 for sure. Hit her up. Hit her up. She'll do it. Wow. She'll do it. She's a sweetheart, yo. I, I can't wait to meet her face to face. I remember I met her. I have met her. One... I just have not interviewed her. I was not in radio at the time. She is so sweet. I met her at the, the first time I met her at the Mammy Azaka when I actually went to the Azaka uh-huh. and I saw her. She had the longest line out of everybody. She's incredible. And I'm talking about vivid girls, Playboy girl, because when Playboy was popping, she had she had the line damn near going out the door, yo. That That's motherfuckers awesome. wanted to see her. So she is wonderful. She's killing it still all these years. Yeah, hey, it, 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 the one thing about porn and acting in general, there's no such thing as age in this. You Not know, anymore. you can literally, you, you can go for years, you know, period. 
yeah. and you can start in time. Cause like I told you before, it seemed like more ladies are now becoming porn stars in their late thirties and forties. They are. Then girls is in their twenties. And it seems like the girls in their forties have a better time of it than the girls in their twenties. Just from, uh, from, yeah, my, from my observation. There's just a different, um, I would say just a maturity level that probably is key to it. Um, but I don't know. I didn't go in on it early. I wish I did. But <laughs> I, I think you straight where you at. Because to me, I think that even though even though you came in late, you probably have longevity. You know, period. Because one, you don't hope, look your yeah. age. You're good looking as hell. And, oh, thank you. You know, period. And then also, like I tell people, it's not a, it's about the quality, not the quantity. True, you know, true. Period. So it's, it's, as long as you put out quality content, you ain't got content. As long as the quality is there, you're going to still make more money than some of the girls that putting out scenes every damn week. Uh, that's because, true. I think there's a, a more of a developed business sense as well. Yeah. That comes, you know, with, with age, obviously. <laughs> You'd yeah. have to be older to, to have that experience. So. And too bad then you really don't give a fuck whether anyone knows that you do it or care if you do. True, and and your family <laughs> is raised. They're yeah. done. You know, it's it's not like oh she's got young children. <laughs> I'd be like, man. A... No, the word the funny thing I ever heard is someone say, you know, I don't want my kids to find out. I'm like, you don't even have kids. What you talking yeah. about? You ain't even you ain't even got pregnant yet. You have yet to have abortion in your life out this motherfucker. You talking about some kids. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to wrap this up. Oh I yeah. I really appreciate you coming no talking doubt. to me about your 2021. It was a fabulous year. Thank you to all our it listeners. It's my pleasure, and I'm glad you had me on here. And also, you need to come and I'll be bring you back to my show because you know you a smoke buddy. Let's do it, my host homie. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, all right. No Happy New Year's to all. And we are signing off until 2022. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.Craven40. Thanks again. Until next time. <laughs>